You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. When I started my business, someone did this for me. Now I'm getting to do this for you, and someday you'll do this for another. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn, and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. I was thinking about last week's episode and how it was all about getting out during the summer months to network and continue to meet people. This episode is a keynote address I delivered to the Sebago Lakes Region Chamber of Commerce in January of 2016 on the power in community. Having shared it with some friends, I was encouraged to repurpose it for the Women Taking the Lead podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. It's no secret that business owners like their independence. They like to set their own hours, be the ultimate decision maker, and forge their own destinies. The same holds true for those shooting for the top levels in their organizations. They tend to be the people who want to be in the know and be the decision makers. However, rather than a state of independence, it is a state of interdependence that has worked to grow economies and organizations. It takes a village to raise a business. In my corporate career, I was absolutely the benefactor of mentoring and partnerships. But much like how a grammar school child makes friends, these relationships came naturally and developed through forced interaction from working in close proximity with others. When I started my business, however, the game changed. I had to seek out interactions and work at building business relationships. Working for myself, there is no such thing as a forced interaction. One of the greatest challenges my business clients report is a sense of isolation and loneliness. If you're a business owner, most people in your life cannot understand your challenges or even your workday. A few summers ago, my sister, who lived over two hours away in Massachusetts, started a topic of conversation with the question, you can work from anywhere, right? (laughs) I responded flippantly with, that's the goal, and why are you asking? Her husband was going to be traveling to Kenya for a month over Christmas, and my sister, being a mother of three and a nurse who worked the night shift at the time, needed someone to spend an extensive amount of time with them through the holidays to help out. With the holidays typically being slow for coaching, I agreed and scrambled to prepare to work a few less hours per day during the holidays. Now, during this time, my sister would also be hosting eight people on Christmas Eve, 24 people for Christmas, and my brother and his family, a family of five traveling from out of state, would be staying for six days, bringing the total living in the household to 10 for that time. After arriving, I found out my sister, without consulting me, had changed her schedule so she could have the days my brother's family would be staying off. This meant working double shifts of 3 to 11 and then 11 to 7 twice within the first four days of my arrival. I was shell-shocked by the amount of work I was not able to accomplish for my business. 
It didn't occur to her to inform me of the change because my work schedule was flexible and I could, and I'm air quoting this, get it done anytime. I've joked about my flexibility in the past by saying, this week I can work 50 to 60 hours whenever I want to. And on Christmas Eve, she also informed me she hadn't been able to get any of her wrapping done yet, and she was going to be up all night getting it done. Since I would be bunking with her that night due to the arrival of my brother and his family, my brain froze with that information. I had already determined I was going to need to get up at 4 a.m. to meet the deadlines in my business before the household woke up on Christmas Day. At 12.30 a.m., we finished wrapping, and three and a half hours later at 4 a.m., my alarm went off and I got up to complete my tasks. I kept reminding myself of the quote, entrepreneurship is living a few years of your life like most people won't so that you can spend the rest of your life like most people can't. Sometimes that thought helped, sometimes. (laughs) The next weekend, it happened again. Without consulting me, two of her work shifts I had been unaware of were on the schedule requiring two double shifts in one weekend. I kept feeling like figurative bombs were being dropped on me. I didn't know what was going to come at me next. And it was with gratitude I returned back to Maine to happily work my own schedule, but a lot of it was catch up. And I think I continued to be shell-shocked from the whole experience for some time. I tell you this story for two reasons. One, to underscore that most people in your life likely have no idea the blood, sweat, and tears that have gone and continue to go into your business and your work. And two, that we all need community to thrive. Even with all the challenges faced, I know I made the right decision in staying with my sister to help out. The good experiences in Massachusetts far outweighed the bad, and when I left, everyone was happy, healthy, and sad that I was going. (laughs) And to put it in perspective, this was the same sister when I contracted the flu and bronchitis at the same time when we were away at college, came to my room every day to help me to the bathroom, help me to eat, and give me my medication. We all help others and are helped by others in our turn. I'm reminded of a poem I read in high school by John Donne. No man is an island, entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. If a clod be washed away by the sea, Europe is the less, as well as if a promontory were, as well as if a manner of thy friends or of thine own were. Any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind, and therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Soon after I started my business, I was invited to a networking group. One of the members introduced me to another woman whom she thought would be helpful to me in my business. I met with this woman, and she spent an entire meeting brainstorming with me on how best to get the word out about my new business. I was blown away and so thankful and somewhat embarrassed that I wasn't asking her how I could help her until the meeting was nearly over. She replied, when I started my business, someone did this for me. Now I'm getting to do this for you and someday you'll do this for another. I will never forget her generosity, nor will I forget her message. The help we receive is meant to be passed on. It's not for one, it's for all. 
By lifting each other up, we create an environment in which we can all succeed. According to Vince Lombardi, people who work together will win, whether it be against complex football defenses or the problems of modern society. In March of 2014, Tom Post contributed two articles to Forbes magazine based on all data collected by Radius. In his articles, The Surprising Secret Behind Small Business Success and Why Small Business Communities Grow in Clusters, Tom reports that the most hospitable locations for small businesses is not based on their economic growth, but on factors that predict community engagement and access to resources. It turns out that small businesses tend to attract other small businesses, creating their own distinct ecosystems. By connecting and collaborating with one another, they create an environment in which they can all thrive. The statistics are grim for the 10-year survival rate of a new business. And Tom Post postulates that aside from a manic drive, moxie, hard work, creativity, and luck, that perhaps a sense of connectedness to a community, local and global, on and offline, is what gives a company the edge. Another quote I keep close by and read on occasion is by Margaret Mead. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. I'm going to offer you six good reasons not to go it alone that I found in an article by Jen Wack. Access to experts. No one person ever has all of the answers, and regardless of your ability to use Google, consulting with experts is always going to give you better information. Pushing your limits. When working alone, it's oftentimes too easy to give up when things get hard. By surrounding yourself with others working toward a similar goal or objective, you'll get motivation, support, and friendly competition to push yourself just a bit further than you would have done on your own. Support and belief. Some days those big goals just seem impossible. On those days when you most want to give up, you need to lean on your community the most. They believe in you probably more than you believe in yourself. New ideas. I truly believe that when you're working within a community of like-minded people, that the wisdom of crowds is considerably greater than any one person working alone. Our divergent worldviews and lenses mean that we all approach the exact same problem in a slightly different way. Borrowed motivation. Even on those days when your belief in yourself isn't waning, doing what needs to get done can seem overwhelming. Look around your community and be inspired. Accountability. If you are an uber responsible person, you may not want to admit to people you care about who are pulling for you that something didn't get done. There's nothing like having to be accountable to others to up your game. Allowing others to help is hard, but it ultimately raises everyone's game. I encourage you to introduce yourself to one or two people you've not met before and find out more about them. When you're networking in the coming week, find out what problems the other person is experiencing and ask how you can be of service to them. Make it a goal to get out in your community and find out how you can contribute, even if it's in a small way. Another saying I absolutely love is, Many hands make light work. And lastly, look for the good in people. Recognize that we are all going through something and could use some compassion. I will leave you with an African proverb that sums it all up. If you want to go fast, go alone. 
if you want to go far, go together. Knowing how great it is to work in groups, I considered running my group program again this summer, but ultimately decided against it. Summer schedules tend to shift week by week based on vacations, events, visitors, childcare, etc. Not many people can commit to two group calls a week for five weeks. Instead, for the summer, I am offering quick hit coaching sessions. Quick hit coaching sessions are 30 or 90 minute coaching sessions that allow you to get what you need to get over any humps and keep making progress in the summer without a big time or money commitment. If you've been considering coaching, but the commitment has been holding you back, this is a great option for you. You can find out more at womentakingthelead.com forward slash quick dash coaching. And you can also find the page in the drop down menu under coaching at the top of the Women Taking the Lead website. As always, I hope this was of value to you, and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.